the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to this uh, fine program. Welcome. It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A little uh, End of the Innocence from Don Henley. Great album. Bruce Hornsby on the piano. Um, just one of those songs that kind of touches a chord no matter what or when you're listening to it. And, uh, you know, we're getting into the holiday season. I know. Uh, Christmas music. and what I, Yeah, you know, we'll get into Christmas music over the next couple of weeks. But um, that's one that always struck a chord with me, so it was something that I wanted to play to open up the show this evening. And we've got a great show for you. We've got a few news uh, items to get to, but, but mostly this segment is going to be about um, buying holiday gifts for the beer lover in your life. And uh, we've got a great guest on the program for two segments. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. iTunes, Google Podcasts. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those platforms. Uh, Alexa Ready as well. Odyssey.com, iHeartRadio, and of course the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com and you can listen to the podcast version of this show whenever you feel like it. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Jay Sykes, or less than 10 minutes actually, Jay Sykes from Flagship Brewing. Is going to join me direct from the brewery. We'll do two segments there. I happened to be on Staten Island earlier this week. Reached out to Jay. He was only too happy to come on the program. Lots of stuff to talk about, including their battle uh, of the bands. Uh, they uh, declared a winner, and that band is going to be doing a collaboration beer uh, with Jay and his crew. And so we will chat with him about that and uh, plenty of other things uh, coming up very, very soon. 
it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a reminder, next Friday, or actually this coming Friday, uh, December 10th, we will get set for the Army-Navy game. It's less than a week away. MetLife Stadium on Saturday the 11th is the Army-Navy game. However, our live broadcast takes place Friday, December 10th, right from Bolero Snort Brewery, located at 316 20th Street in Carlstadt, New Jersey. It'll be rebroadcast, obviously, in its usual Sunday night slot at 11 o'clock. But if you want to get a chance to see the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road, Bolero Snort Brewing in Carlstadt, 316 20th Street, be there. We will be broadcasting from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. We'll get you set for the Army-Navy game. Uh, we're going to have some surprises as well, a, a chance to win a pair of tickets to that Army-Navy game, but you have to be at the brewery in order to win. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. We'll uh, have some beers, uh, maybe a couple beforehand, maybe a couple afterwards. Uh, we'll have some great conversation. Scott Wells from Bolero Snort will join us. We'll also talk to people from the Hackensack Fire Department as well as uh, Youth Counseling Services of Hackensack. Both are sponsors um, for the Toys for Tots drive that we are doing. Uh, where we are are encouraging you, even that night on Friday night, uh, bring a new unwrapped toy. Uh, You will get yourself a delicious pastry from, uh, I believe it's uh, Hackensack Bakery. And um, you will uh, get, first off, you'll put a smile on a kid's face. You'll be doing something good. And you'll get to enjoy a tasty treat and maybe have a beer or two. All right? So there you go. Uh, We'll also, uh, that that weekend... uh, the uh, the collab between Bolero and Source, which is going to be a, a two different ones, uh, an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie, and then you have a um, a really thick pastry style from Bolero. Both of those will be released at both breweries, uh, so you can get that. Also, the Screaming Hill Source um, collab is going to be released. That's going to be a lot of fun. That is a Dunkel, which is going to be uh, delicious. Uh, I've heard that it's tasting well. Um, and that'll also be released on the same day. I'm hoping that I can get the source, pick that up, and then uh, shoot up to Bolero later on. Um, to uh, you know, obviously, I have to be at Bolero later on to do the broadcast. So you know, I'm hoping to have both, and um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Please, yeah. Uh, again, proceeds for all of these things. Uh, the uh, Screaming Hill Source one is going to go to a local food bank. The um, the Bolero Source uh, combo is going to go. Uh, to the Hackensack Fire Department and to youth service, uh, uh, youth counseling services of Hackensack. I'm not exactly sure where the source one is going to. I believe it's somewhere in Monmouth County uh, to a Toys for Tots drive. So it's, uh, again, all of this worthy for a great cause. Um, real quick news, Holidays IPA. This is coming out of Slow Brewing from San Luis uh, Obispo, California. Um, Slow, Bre- Slow Brewing has been around for almost, well, more than 30 years. Actually, they started in 1988. Uh, this brewery, uh, available on draft in four packs of 16-ounce cans uh, throughout California and at the San Luis Obispo Tasting Room. Supplies limited uh, to this beer. They uh, kind of uh, add some spruce tips in each batch of the holidays, IPA, enough for an entire Christmas tree. And then some number of breweries do this, so something for the um, for the holidays. So if you're in San Luis Obispo or somewhere in California, you can get this beer. Now, let us dive in while we still have a few minutes left in this segment about gifts for the beer lover in your life. Now, one of the gifts that you can get your beer lover is a tasting glass. And maybe you want to get a set of tasting glasses because, let's face it, every beer um, has a different glass that it should be put in and enjoyed at its fullest. Uh, You know, the ugly shaker pint glasses are the absolute worst. They They do a bad job of spotlighting a beer. There's really nothing to them. You put water or soda in them, it's fine, but you put a beer in them, 
Not that great. Now, if you're drinking Butter Coors Light, that's a different set of circumstances. But if you're drinking a craft beer, you want it in a proper glass. Um, it, Pilsners should be more of, you know, angled, um, you know, more of a kind of uh, um, narrower going up to the top, uh, narrower at the bottom and then going up to the top, a little bit of a wider mouth to get the effervescence uh, of the bubbles. IPAs, uh, tulip glasses are best uh, because they capture all of the pininess and notes from the IPA that you want. Stouts are usually in um, sort of like a uh, oblong-shaped glass, I guess you would describe it. But anyway, there are a number of different glasses that you can use for different beers, and that's kind of what I do when I try different beers because you want to have a different sampling and really taste the beer at its finest. Source does a great job, and of course, portions of the program brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the Source. Route 34 in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. Source does a great job of spotlighting each beer in the proper glass because it's important. Now, uh, the you can go right on Amazon.com, look up glasses. Uh, the Spiegel uh, gla- beer glass set is really nice because they give you an IPA glass, a tulip glass, a lager glass, and a Hefe glass. Um, four kind of common styles that can help you to enjoy the beer, so it's definitely worth it. Now, if you're somebody that likes to bring beer to friends' houses or maybe to a restaurant because it's a BYOB, um, a, a shoulder bag to keep it a little classy instead of just bringing it in a, in a plastic bag like I normally do. Uh, the Herschel Heritage Shoulder Bag, 50 bucks. You can get it on Amazon. You can carry it to three 16-ounce cans in this bag or even uh, one or two 750-milliliter bottles. They fit nicely. It's kind of a little... You know, it looks a little fashionable. It's nice to bring to a party and not, you know, feel like you're a slob. Although, then again, I'm not that classy, so it's not something I would buy, but maybe it's something you want to get uh, for a friend of yours. 50 bucks. It's a great gift. It's a perfect uh, gift. Again, it's on Amazon.com. Whale pod shippers are great if you want to ship beer to your friends. Uh, they come in four-pack size for 16-ounce cans. There's foam inserts top and bottom to protect the beer. Uh, they're 7 bucks each. You can buy them in bulk from Whale Pod Shippers as well. Very convenient. Uh, I've used these before, and they are very effective um, in getting the beer uh, to people and not have to worry about the cans getting punctured or getting rolled around somewhere. They're not really good for bottles, but they're better equipped for cans and definitely do a great job um, in protecting your investment. So definitely something that you want to use, uh, Whale Pod Shippers, if you're shipping beer uh, to folks. Finally, books. Great books. And these are a couple that I have read and I've interviewed these people. Jeff Allward's uh, Beer Bible Volume 2. It's all updated and new. All of these books you can get on Amazon. Great book. If you're into craft beer, it's definitely the book to have. And again, it's all updated. Um, A lot of new passages. Great stuff from Jeff. Dogfish Head, the Dogfish Head book, 26 Years of Off-Centered Adventures. It's written by Sam Calagione, his wife Mariah, and their longtime general manager, Andrew Great stories on how the brewery came about, trips taken, helping the environment. Really nice coffee table book you want to put on the coffee table. Another great coffee table book, Gastro Obscura, um, Cecily Wong, Dylan Thuris. If you want to know where all the crazy wild food and drink are all over the world, this is the book to get for the foodie in your life as well as the drinker in your life. Again, this is another great coffee table book. You will not be disappointed um, with this book. Fascinating read. And then finally, A Women's Place is in the Brew House by Tara Nuren, a wonderful book about how so much beer in ancient times and modern times were made by women. Tara does a fantastic job with the historical perspective of this, as well as putting her own stamp on it and how women are so important in the brewery world. 
I've got to get Tara on the program uh, before the end of the year to spotlight this book. It's a great read. It's inexpensive. You can buy it on Amazon right now, and you will be helping uh, support an independent author who does a really great job covering the beer world. Love Tara, and uh, can't wait to get her on the program uh, to talk about this book. Now, when we come back after a short break, Jay Sykes from Flagship Brewing will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You can follow me on Twitter very easily, at Algatulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast uh, via Google Play and iTunes. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows there. We're Alexa ready as well. iHeartRadio, Odyssey.com. My goodness. There's so many places you can listen to the program. And, of course, you can also listen on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can download my podcast as well as many other podcasts. And mine is usually up a couple of minutes after the radio program ends on Sunday nights. My next guest, one of the owners of a great brewery on Staten Island. They've been growing in leaps and bounds ever since they opened back in 2014. And for more info on them, you can follow them on Instagram at Flagship Brewing or on the website, just go to flagshipbrewery.nyc. And we are here in the brewery. So let me welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast, Jay Sykes. Jay, how are you? Good, good, Al. How are you doing? Good, very good. Now, I want to jump right into it. Over the last few weeks, you've been hosting a Battle of the Bands uh, series. And just last weekend, you guys announced a winner. Talk to me about the band that won the style of music that they play. And if you guys have talked about the beer, you're going to be collaborating with with them on. Sure. So I was actually here. I was lucky enough to be uh, one of the judges on uh, on Friday night, which was kind of a, a nice uh, culmination of, of really it was eight bands we started with. Right. Uh, and there was, I mean, a ton, a ton of talent that, that came out of all this. Uh, King Like Mom, which is a fantastic um, all-female band too, here from, you know, from Staten Island. They, uh, they killed it. They were, they were great. Right. Um, and who they went up against was another band called On Pink. Staten Island band, they were fantastic too. I mean, it came down to the wire. Okay, of who was going to win? But uh, King Like Mom, uh, they 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 did an amazing amazing show. And what kind of music uh, do they play? So it's it's definitely kind of like to me, you know. And I'm a '90s guy. It's kind of like a, uh, I mean, it's it's like a grunge type of rock. To okay. Me. Um, but I mean, they were they Stone had, Temple Pilots, Nirvana, what do you say? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, Soundgarden. Yeah, it's a yeah, kind of in that realm, but maybe a little bit, a little bit harder than that. Okay. Um, but I mean, the songwriting was fantastic. Their stage presence was unbelievable. Right. Um, this place was packed to the gills. So That's it was, awesome. Um, and I think it was this little sense of normalcy for people to be back and say, you know, craft beer is back and alive, uh, nightlife is back, and most of all, Staten Island music, which I think was lacking. Original music was lacking a home for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we really, you know, sort of kind of come into its own over the last, you know, few weeks. Here. It, it's certainly been a long time since I've been to the Park Villa, so uh, you know, I'm dating, <laughs> I'm dating myself on that one. But um, uh, then my my uh, next question, obviously, is self-answered here. Staten mm-hmm. Island, obviously, very receptive to a Battle of the Bands competition. This is something you're going to be doing in the future. Yeah, so we were lucky enough uh, to do this in partnership with Maker Park Radio. Okay. Um, not sure if you've ever heard of them. You know, they're a local community radio right. uh, nonprofit. They're fantastic. Uh, we brought them in. I mean, we do beer here. And we, have right. a, we have a great venue for it, but what do I know about music and judging it? So, you know, we brought in uh, that whole crew over there. They were able to come in, bring their, their DJs and stuff like that, and come in and actually host it. So it was fantastic. It's something we plan on doing every year now. And uh, maybe we're thinking of maybe doing original music 
in the fall and then doing cover bands in the spring oh. and then just keep kind of you know having rotating it, like it. That. right that's pretty cool that's pretty cool uh we're talking with jay sykes co-owner of flagship brewing on staten island and uh, we're actually here in the brewery right now we're here on the algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer for more info on the brewery follow them on instagram they also have a facebook page as well flagship brewing or just go to their website flagshipbrewery.nyc supply chain issues they're a real and growing problem um, or across the country. It doesn't matter whether you're in the beer business or not. Has the brewery been affected by any of those issues, be it getting hops, et cetera? So on the, on the raw materials end, um, I mean, obviously there's, there's price increases everywhere. Sure. We haven't had any problems actually getting them. I would say the time that we're getting them in has been a little bit um, lagging. You know, grain used to be a next day thing. You'd order it one day, you'd get grain the next day. Right. We've seen it go as far as a week now. Oh, wow. Um, which is... But what I would say is more disturbing is the actual increase in some of the everyday things that we use. Sure. Um, just like the six-pack boxes that we have. I, you know, I already talked to our supplier. They said that their cost is going up 40%. So I'm not even sure what that's going to mean for us. But labels have already gone up significantly. The cost of cans have gone up significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, unfortunately, people out there are going to be seeing a lot more of a a higher sticker price when, it, when they're in supermarkets and, and beer, you know, bars and things right. of that nature. There's, there's nothing that's going to come out of this on skin. And that's and that was my next question about the aluminum cans because everyone in the beer industry has been screaming about this aluminum can shortage, and then a lot of people said, "Well, it's not really happening," but it's happening because there, there's obviously a shortage of aluminum, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily being spotlighted right now. So it's definitely happening. Uh, we work with a really, really good supplier that kind of put us on this about a year and a half ago. Once all this, this happened... Right, and you guys it, shifted immediately. You, you had just gotten a canning line we, when this whole thing started, this was, right? It was right before that. Thank, right. thank God that we did. But we work with a company called Lindenmeyer. They're, I mean, they're a national company. Um, they're fantastic. And our guy, Chris, over there was like, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen. Um, just letting you know now. So we work with him and, and try to project our needs month by month by month. But even on a bigger scale, with like you know, quantities that we can never touch. I read in Brewbound the other day that um, Ball is going for their minimum for printed cans needs to be a million cans. Oh my goodness! Um, no, which, none of you guys can. I mean, that's no. But I mean that you know. So I mean, from you know, mid-level guys that aren't using labels and things like that, they're even going to be impacted. I mean, that's sure. a lot of cans for one skew. That's right. one. So if, I mean, for us, that'd be like, oh, you have to order a million cans of Blood Orange IPA. A lot of breweries just do their main guy, and they'll, sure. they'll do that and, you know, put the money out because you get such a better rate. Right. Um, but I think, you know, everybody's feeling this, and they're trying to make business decisions that make sense, you know, for all levels. But yeah, there's but no way we'd be able to touch something. No, like that. if you're not cranking out that kind of product, I mean, that's, that's it. It would, be, it would be insane for you to purchase that many because you wouldn't, it wouldn't pay off for you. You'd have to, you'd have to rent a place to store them. Right, and, and, <laughs> that's, and that's not a good thing. We're talking with Jay Sykes. He's the co-owner of Flagship Brewing on Staten Island. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. For more info on them, you can follow them on Instagram, Flagship Brewing. Check out their Facebook page, uh, or just go to the website, flagshipbrewery.nyc. Uh, now, one of the things I saw that you guys are doing, um, you're doing an event here at the brewery. You were talking about music, but something else for those looking to create a floral uh, arrangement for their holiday table on Wednesday, December 15th. Tell the folks how they can get involved. What company is, is putting this on? Sure. So the name of that company is called Langdon's of Tribeca. Um, we've done, so we do, you know, our tap room is a multi-use space. We do right. a lot of private parties. We've been using Langdon as a florist here, uh, well, as a preferred florist to let, you know, people that are renting our space for parties know that, you know, they can, they can get their floral arrangements from, from them. Um, 
my wife, Trish, who, who does all the parties here, she's the party planner, she developed a really good relationship um, with them. And they've been doing a lot of different activations here on Wednesday nights. So uh, Langdon's came up with the idea of, hey, why don't we do something where you come in and you can make your own floral centerpiece um, on a Wednesday night. And I think, I'm pretty sure right now, it's completely sold out. Great. Um, which... I wish I could tell you to go there, but listen, Langdon's Drive Back there is a fantastic place, so go check them out on the web. They're located right on um, on Clove Road here cool. in Staten Island, New York. So. Cool. Well, that's great. See, that's see, those are those are fun things, and it's nice to be able to have those fun things again. You you were talking about it how place was packed, people were coming in for Battle of the Bands, and it was exciting to just just to see people again. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. They're looking for that normalcy again. I've noticed it in Jersey when I go to the various breweries that I'm visiting in Jersey. It's just nice to see things that are getting back to normal. It's nice to see the neighborhood coming alive again instead of being, you know, barren. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, um, you have some outdoor space out here. Uh, The city is making outdoor space permanent for people. Is this something that's going to continue going into the new year? Sure, yes. I mean, we're we're all on board with keeping our our outdoor space. You know, we we have four tables out there, which... um, you know, in, in the warmer months, obviously helps a lot. We're, we're thinking of maybe putting some heaters out there now just to kind of get through, because some people do still like drinking outside. Right. Um, and that being said, on December 12th, we're actually doing kind of a novel idea. We hired one of those giant digital screen billboard trucks. Yeah. Um, we're having them down to the parking lot. We're doing a tailgate on Minthorn. So we're located cool. on Minthorn Street in Staten Island. Right. So they're going to show the Jets game at 1. They're going to show the Giants game at 4. We're telling people to bundle up. They're doing food from next door is Flower and Oak. Um, they're they're putting out a, a menu, and then there's going to be O Henry's Pub, which is right next to them. Okay. They're going to be doing burgers, dogs, wings, all that type of stuff. And we'll obviously be doing beer and, and hard seltzer outside. Right. And we're going to have you know a giant screen. He's got DJ equipment that'll set up, so it'll feel like you're in the MetLife Stadium parking lot, uh, but you'll be down here on Minthorn. Well, that see now that is awesome. See Jersey listeners, this is why you can have nice things in New York when you come to a brewery. They can set up a truck. They can they can show a football game. It's not where in New Jersey you can only you're limited to 12 events a year or whatever it is, and you know you can't do these things. That that's a that's a brilliant idea, and people will come out. I mean, you have the Army Navy game is the day before yep. at MetLife, so that's a perfect thing to do on a Sunday to have the you know have both games going uh, Giants and Jets you have a full afternoon that's perfect yeah no it's going to be great and I, you know, I hope listen if, I know New Jersey's listening if you uh, if you want to take a, a short trip over the Bayonne the Outer Bridge um, you know or the Gothels come right over the flagship we'd love to have you and I'm not sure as well if people know we're distributed fully in the state of New Jersey yes now. that's true the, um, you guys are in, in New Jersey and the other thing uh, I want to let people know before we take a quick break and we'll do more with Jay Sykes here at Flagship Brewing uh, Minthorn Street is literally, it's about a 10, 15 minute walk from the ferry. So if you're coming over from Manhattan and you want to check out a really great brewery, all you got to do is take the ferry over, you come up at the top of, of Bay Street, walk down Bay Street to Minthorn. It's very easy to get to, or you can go one stop on the Staten Island Rapid Transit uh, and get off if you're a lazy person like myself. So <laughs> let's put it that way. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to chat more with Jay about upcoming beers and a peek into what 2022 is going to look like here at Flagship Brewery. And, you know, we'll get some opinions about the rest of the beer world as well. Coming back after this on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, here at Flagship Brewing on Minthorn Street on Staten Island, about a 15-minute walk from the Staten Island Ferry. Uh, my guest is Jay Sykes. He's the co-owner of Flagship Brewing. For more info on them, you can follow them on Instagram at Flagship Brewing. You can check out their Facebook page as well, or just go to their website, flagshipbrewery.nyc. So, 20 2021, Jay, coming to an end. 2022, right around the corner. Do you guys have anything planned for Christmas or New Year's Eve here at the brewery? Sure. We have 
we actually have an insane amount of events here here for December. Um, I mean, the place is completely activated. Just this weekend alone, we have uh, the Resistance, which is a great local band playing here Friday night. We have um, a homebrew, um, a homebrew. It's not really a competition; it's more more like a tasting they do every year called Poor Mania. Okay. Um, not sure if you know though. The local homebrew community here on Staten Island is huge. Is, is huge, and um, it's called Poor Standards. Is is the name of them? So. A lot of really, really good people that are in that. Every year they come into the, well, except for last year, obviously due to COVID. Right. They come in and they do a fundraiser in here. Um, and people can, you know, try a bunch of different homebrew. The tickets are being sold at the door. Uh, so that's actually this Saturday coming up okay. is, is Poor Mania. After that, we have a really great band playing with the Bleep Sweeps and the Creeps. Another local. Uh, Very cool. Really, really cool band. Um, weekend after that, we have the Nobody Cares Sports Show doing their um, their toy drive here. Okay. Um, those are really funny, good guys. I'm not sure if you know Dave I, I don't. And the whole team over there, but they're hilarious. They're great. They're everything local Staten Island sports. Awesome. Um, and they do this drive every year. And then the guy, Dan, that runs it actually takes all the presents that he, he gets and he delivers them himself, dressed that, as Santa. Oh, so, that's great. That's great. Um, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. And then, uh, obviously, we, you know, I talked about we're going to have the uh, the event on the 12th. Um, right. With the, we're calling Tailgate on Minthorn. And then right after that, the, the weekend after that, we're, we're turning the whole taproom into an arcade. It's called Arcade Flagship. So we have this company coming down. Um, they're called the New York Nerd Show. And they're turning. So we have the four monitors they're going to turn in. You can play uh, two people on a screen. They're bringing in a bunch of other monitors as well. Right. They're going to play new games, retro games, everything like that. And then they're going to bring in a bunch of different memorabilia, old um, video games that you can buy and purchase and stuff like that. So oh, that's great. It should be um, it should be a lot of fun. And then, you know, obviously, you know, here locally, um, we're going to have a lot of really cool different deals on uh, on merch and beer and stuff like that. Right. And get everybody in your family that loves craft beer the, the right present, you know. I love it. I love it. Now, looking ahead to the first few months of 2022, uh, beers in the hopper, what's, uh, what's coming down the line? Sure. So next two that are coming, we're actually we're doing the release of Salted Caramel Porter, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday okay. here in the tap room. So that'll be Friday the 10th? Uh, correct. I want to make sure I have that exactly correct on hand before I lie to you. Um, check my account quick. Um, I know it's Friday the 10th because I'll be at Bolero Snort Brewing doing my live broadcast from there. We're going to be giving away a pair of Army-Navy tickets to the Army-Navy game that will be at MetLife Stadium on uh, the 11th. So if you want to check that out, definitely make plans to be down at Bolero Snort Brewing in Carlstadt. Uh, this com- actually, this coming Friday, uh, December 10th. So, yes, and you are correct. So, so, so Salted Caramel Porter is being released um, on Friday, December 10th here. Um, and we're, we're excited for that beer. You know, Doug and, and Ricky put that recipe together. It's a brand new beer for us. You know, we did a, a different type of winter ale last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're super excited to have it come out. I think a lot of people are uh, kind of wondering what the flavor profile and stuff is going to be on it. So got a lot of chocolate malt, got some obviously caramel malt in there too. Right. With some sea salt, so it should be nice. But it's drinkable. It's only going to be like low fives. Oh, good. Um, okay. So nothing crazy. Um, and the reason being is because we bring the crazy right after that with the Holtemans chocolate crumb cake stout. Yeah. So that'll yeah. be in January, uh, and that's that's the big dog. I mean, that's you know that's about nine percent, and it's and, uh, it's delicious. And talk to me about. See, this is the other thing that I love that all these brewers do, and you know Holtemans is such a legendary bakery uh, on Staten Island. You guys have been working with Holtemans. For a number of years, is it first off? The best part has to be sampling all of the stuff to figure out what beer you're going to make out of whatever cake that they're making, right? Sure. So I mean, Holderman's obviously, you know, you're from here, you know, you know, most people from Staten Island, 
they grew up with a Holterman's cake on, on, there, on the table. Know, on the it, table. Wasn't it wasn't Enderman's. It was Holterman's. That's Holterman's. right. <laughs> and um, and a similar looking box, uh, you know. Yeah. As well. But that chocolate crumb cake, you know, we talk to people. It seems to be the one that everybody kind of remembers and goes after. Right. Um, so you know, every year, uh, Jill from Holterman's, uh, it's, you know, she's still in the family. Wow. You know, has been running that place. I think it's been open for like almost two hundred years. Yeah, I think you're right. And she comes with her whole team. They they put in a giant sheet cake of it right into the boil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, every year we make it, we're sold out. I mean, it, it, maybe three days, and we're, we're out of it. Wow! Let's go. So this this will be the third year working with them. Exact same recipe, same thing. But we're excited to get it going for the third time, and um, you know. Getting, getting the beer out there and doing doing what we love to do, collaborations yeah. on the local businesses. And it's good and it's good stuff, especially in the wintertime. Talking with Jay Sykes, the co-owner of Flagship Brewing on Staten Island. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970. The answer, you can follow Flagship on Instagram at Flagship Brewing. Check out their Facebook page or just head to their website for all the details, flagshipbrewery.nyc. Now, I have been finding a lot of, and I think this is more of the pandemic than anything else, but I've been finding a lot of brewers have gone back in the time machine, so to speak, and making more traditional styles of beers, probably because it's, you know, when you guys weren't open for a number of months, you had more time to do those traditional types of styles, uh, grisettes, saisons, English miles. You guys have always had an English mild uh, from as far back as I can remember that you guys had, had produced. Um, in your opinion, what is the allure of doing beers like that? Is it, is it, is it take you back to when you first started home brewing and you're trying to figure things out, or is it just a nod to those beers from yesteryear? You know, I think, I think you can answer that question in a few different ways. And to me, um, there's, there's a different dynamic between beer that's sold at a brewery and beer that you get out at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's experience-driven. You know, it, it's funny. The, the beers that we sell a lot in the tap room um, and that the brewers and the people here really enjoy the most and that we see are, are always selling right here out of our tap room in Linthorn are completely different than the ones that sell, you know, out, out to trade. Um, and I think when we were shut down, we weren't selling out to trade that much. The bars, right. the bars were closed. Right. So you started focusing more on what was driving, you know, taproom and, and, you know, with to-go and, and you know, mm-hmm. delivery and all that, that type of stuff. So to me, um, those classic styles, not only is there a lot of basis for you to kind of go and try other beers as well to make sure that you're making it, you know, the, the same way that you want it to be made. I think when it comes to the way that people want to experience the beer they drink in a brewery, those beers are, are just more commonplace for them. Right. Um, you know, I, I know for me, like, and, and maybe I'm a little bit skewed because <laughs> I work in the craft beer industry, but sure. if I ever go to another brewery, I'm looking for an English mild. I'm looking for their lager or their pilsner, um, something that I have a huge point of reference in. Right, um, and I could say, hey, they do this really well because I've tried so many other ones from other places. Sure, you know, I mean, if it's a raspberry, you know, double hopped IPA, it's like, well, that's good, but I've never had anything like that before. So. Right, right, right. So you don't have any basis, <laughs> right, you know, to, right, to, to exactly. judge on it. Got it. Um, with the new variant of the coronavirus out there, and I'm talking about Omicron, uh, Kathy Hochul, governor of New York, she declared a state of emergency for the next 30 days. Uh, does it concern you as a business owner? Uh, that restrictions may be coming again, uh, whether it be the governor or maybe the new mayor-elect, Eric Adams. Is that in the back of your mind at all? Of course all? it is. I mean, this is the new world that we live in. Um, but I, I personally, what I've tried to do is take in all the information that we have out there, um, but not let it scare you in executing the plans that you have already for your brewery. Right. If somebody comes in and puts a stop to things, well, you can stop, pivot, and make the best decision you can possibly make at that time. 
But trying to figure out what the future is going to hold, especially in the current environment that we've been living in since coronavirus started, you can't run a business that way. Right. Um, you can't run a successful business that way because right. um, you're too scared to actually do anything that might make you money. Right. Um, so in my eyes, you always keep your foundation, right? You're trying to make the best beer possible. You're trying to collaborate with other local businesses, and you're trying to bring something delicious of quality and interest to your customers. You know, if some restrictions come down the pipe that are going to put a, a hindrance on that, well, then you need to, again, stop, reconfigure, and do whatever you have to do to still keep driving your mission home. And that's really all you can do at this point. And, and you know, and it's interesting that you say that because um, we, a lot of people thought in the industry that the pandemic was going to shut down a lot of people, that people weren't going to be able to pivot or do things. And it's an attestment not only to you guys, but I think a brewery, breweries as a whole, as a business, you know, we saw a few people having to close their doors, but a lot of people shifted to a model that worked for them, whatever it was, whether it was, you know, getting sales out the door, delivering cans door to door. And, you know, I know that in New York, if I'm not mistaken, the home delivery went away. Yeah. Uh, is that something, I know New Jersey is trying to get it on the books again to continue to have home delivery. Right now it's still... Uh, going on, but I know there was a bill uh, this week that was going in the state senate that they were trying to vote on uh, to further it and keep it, make it permanent. Is that something that you want to see made permanent uh, here in New York in the legislature? Well, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, I, it was. I'm not going to lie. You know, it was kind of like hey, everything's back to normal. We're taking away those privileges, and nothing was back to normal. Right. You know, there's still so many bars and, and restaurants that were shut down. And to be honest with you, that was a huge revenue stream, if not the only one at certain points that got us through the pandemic. Right. You know, so. It's kind of like, hey, you're out of the hospital, but you still have, you know, two broken legs and two broken arms, and you're still sitting in your house. Like, oh, you're fine. It's yeah, like, you're fine. No, we're not fine. <laughs> right. And the truth of the matter is, you know, the, the one thing that was making me feel decent every day, you just took that prescription away from me because I'm right. not covered anymore. Exactly. That's the way it felt. That's the way it came across. And obviously, I understand that there's, you know, some things that are moving in the background there that, that are happening. But in all honesty, not only did I think, obviously, it was very good for businesses like mine, it was good for customers. Right. You know, I mean, people love that, like, it's your home brewery delivering right to your front door. It's the it personal was, touch. It really was. And it really felt like something, as you said before, of kind of yesteryear of, like, mm -hmm. you know, like the milkman was coming. Right. Exactly. Um, you exactly. know, I, honestly, I would, I'm, I'm still trying my best to, to see if, if there's some possible way we can get that back. Because I, I think it's a, it's a huge thing for local breweries to be able to do. Yeah, I, I would hope so. I hope that the legislature is listening because they've done a lot of good things for uh, breweries in New York. And let's hope that they keep that moving. My guest has been Jay Sykes, the co-owner of Flagship Brewing, right here on Staten Island, Minthorne Street, about a 15-minute walk from the Staten Island Ferry. Uh, for more info, follow them on Instagram at Flagship Brewing. Check out their Facebook page, or you can go to their website at flagshipbrewery.nyc. Jay, thanks so much for having me here. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You know, I always, always appreciate you coming down um, and then hear me you know, yabbing on about what we're doing in our craft beer. So uh, since the beginning, you've been a huge supporter. We appreciate you, appreciate the show. And obviously, welcome back for a beer whenever you'd like. Absolutely. Thank you. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Now it's time for some Christmas music. Welcome back to the final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, the great Rob Halford, the metal god. Hark, the Herald Angels sing. This was a, a holiday album called Celestial. 
that he put out a couple of years ago, and it is great. If you're in for a different perspective on Christmas music, I encourage you uh, to pick up that particular album or download it, and you can uh, listen to it whenever you feel like it. And the great news about Rob Halford and Judas Priest, they have announced, uh, earlier this week, they announced their uh, dates. They had to postpone uh, their tour because um, one of their guitarists had an aortic aneurysm. Uh, on stage, mind you, finished the show and then had to be rushed to the hospital. Barely saved his life. Um, but um, they are back. They're going back out on the road again. Uh, they're redoing the date. So I'm getting to see them in Newark on Wednesday, March 30th. And the opening act this time is Queensryche. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, obviously, it's not the Jeff Tate Queensryche. It's the people who own the name Queensryche. Todd Delatore is the lead singer. Uh, he's great. I've seen him with the band. Um, and I think there's only one or two original members left um, in Queensryche. But that's fun. I mean, that's a great opening act. And then leading into Judas Priest, which is just going to be amazing. So let us dive into Suds and Duds. Look, I know there was a bunch of news. We had great uh, two segments with Jay Sykes uh, from Flagship Brewing. And um, Jay gave me a bunch of beer uh, from Flagship. We'll review that in the next couple of weeks. There's not going to be a Suds and Duds next week because we are going to be live from Bolero Snort uh, next Friday the 10th, or this coming Friday the 10th, where we're going to be doing uh, our show from there. The Bolero Source Collab comes out. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, the Bolero's version is a, a thick brownie pastry stout. Um, Source's version is kind of an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie uh, stout. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we encourage you to show up. If you do, bring a new unwrapped toy for Toys for Tots. Uh, the Hackensack Fire Department is taking the donations as well as youth services uh, uh, of uh, Hackensack. Um, and we're going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. And you got a, pa- a chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Army-Navy game Saturday the 11th at MetLife Stadium. Pretty cool, but you got to be there. Uh, okay. Now, let us dive into Suds and Duds. I know there's a bunch of news to get to. We may get to it next week. Probably not. We may have to push it off till the following week. Uh, because the show is all going to be about the collab and giving back. And, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun uh, as well with the guys from Bolero as well as the guys from Source. Now, diving into Suds and Duds, East Coast Beast by Source. This is a fantastic Kolsch. Uh, they used a yeast strain uh, that um, uh, Al, uh, I forgot his last I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot his last name because I'm, I'm, I'm brain dead this morning uh, as I'm recording uh, this program, the final segment of the program. Um, but this yeast strain is unbelievable. It's a really good Kolsch. If you have a chance to get it on tap at Source uh, over the next couple of weeks, absolutely uh, dive into this one because uh, it uh, it's fantastic. Uh, the folks from Weldworks sent me uh, a couple of beers. Uh, I had their Advanced Fluid Dynamics. This is a great hazy double IPA. It's just the right amount of juicy, nice hops to it. Um, enjoyed it a lot, and uh, you can get a, a bunch of Weldwork stuff, including Juicy Bits, uh, in New Jersey. But this was stuff they actually sent to me from Colorado, which was really cool. Uh, the folks at Screaming Hill, Brett and his guys do a fantastic job uh, down there making beer. And they uh, they sell Christmas trees now. So if you're in the market for a Christmas tree and the supply chain issues are real, folks, you're going to pay more for a Christmas tree. Uh, it's going to be sparse in getting a Christmas tree. But let me tell you something. Take a trip down to Screaming Hill. The farm is open to cut down your own tree. They already have trees cut. And get yourself a glass of Oats and Hose, a balanced, easy-drinking stout. Nice change of pace. You know, we've seen a lot of stouts lately. Those pastry stouts are those big, heavy boozers at 12 and 
This is just the the perfect stout beer that you want to have while there's a fire going on. Uh, maybe you're just relaxing uh, at home one night with your uh, special someone, or you're just you by yourself and you're just kind of chilling. It's a great beer uh, to do that. So uh, the guys at Screaming Hill did a really great job uh, on this stout. Enjoy drinking this a lot. And the collab from Screaming Hill and Source is coming out this Friday. It's a Dunkel style of beer. It's going to be delicious. I cannot uh, wait to try that one because I was, you know, fortunate enough to be a part of the brewing process. Very little. I moved some pails around. Let's not get carried away here. But it was, uh, I cannot wait to try this beer. It's going to be really good. Speaking of beers that you can sit by the fire and relax to, Stone Socavesa, the Tres Leches, is a fantastic beer. There's peppers, there's vanilla, there's cinnamon, there's chocolate right off the nose. All of these flavors you kind of get, and they all kind of mesh together. It was a really good beer. It was a lot more enjoyable as I let it warm up a little bit. Um, it's definitely one of those chill it. Pour it, let it sit for a few minutes before you take that first sip, and then sip it over time because you definitely want those flavors to kind of come out. And as they warm up, it gets nicer. You get that pepper, but it's not an oppressive heat. Um, I really liked it. It kind of was there, and then it backed away, and that's kind of how I like my heat. Uh, Piner by Icarus. Tasty West Coast IPA. It was very piney, delicious. Nice to see uh, the guys from Icarus, Jason and his boys, uh, doing more of a traditional style uh, of IPA, the ones that we come to know and love, those who are really into uh, those types of beer. So it was really nice for that. And then I had Waxcomb by Kane, which I have to say, one of the better IPAs that Kane has produced. There was a, a slight acidic bite to it, juicy, um, but it was actually it was really good. I was surprised because... Again, I know everybody loves Kane and their their uh, their IPAs and Head High and whatever, which I don't mind Head High. It's a good beer. I just think that IPAs are not their thing. And it's, you know, I know that Michael is doing it because it's the style, right? It's the hot style and everybody wants to drink one, and so they make it. And I'm not saying his IPAs are terrible. I'm just saying it's not what he does best. Boozy stouts, barrel-aged stuff, um, those are the beers, Belgians. Those are the beers that are in his wheelhouse, and he does to perfection. That's why, you know, when one of their IPAs come along and I try it and I really enjoy it, I have to give it special mention because it's not something that I think that they do. I think there are other breweries in New Jersey that do IPAs better than Kane. I'll put it, put it that way. I'm not saying that his IPAs aren't drinkable. They are. It's just they're not my favorite. They're not my go-to. If I had a choice of getting an Icarus IPA, I probably would. A Bolero, I probably would. Carton, I probably would, even though Augie doesn't like making... Uh, you know, hazy, juicy IPAs all the time. His, I think, are better than Kane's. And again, all of it is subjective, folks. You may like something that I, I don't like, um, you know, and vice versa. And that's, that's the great thing about it. We don't have to agree. It's okay not to agree. All right? I mean, you know, there you go. Now, speaking of a beer that I enjoyed a lot, uh, Ho-Ho Crumb by Source. This came out in a 750 milliliter bottle. They paired it up with um, a, an Italian-style, Italian cookie-style crumb cake uh, from Confections of a Rockstar in Asbury Park. Raspberry, apricot, almond, chocolate, vanilla. Decadent is the way I can describe this beer. Definitely a dessert-style beer. Definitely not something that you drink while you're eating dinner. It's one of those you pour it. Um, you can let it warm up a little bit. Definitely goes with dessert or just on its own uh, as dessert. D. Delicious. A fantastic beer. So glad uh, I got a bottle of this. 
it was amazing. And the crumb cake, the crumb cake was perfect with the beer. We had it on Thanksgiving at my cousin's house. Um, we all kind of had a sample of it. And then we had a piece of the cake with it while we were sampling it. Perfectly uh, matched up. It was excellent. Loved it. The Hanging Garden by Foreign Objects. By the way, portions of the program brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the source. Located uh, right off of uh, Route 34 in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. As well as portions of the show brought to you by Bolero Snort. Uh, our good friends over in Carlstadt. Order your beer before a football game on Friday. You get it picked up on Sunday right before you go to the stadium. Very easy. The Hanging Garden by Foreign Objects. A little bit of an acidic burn on this one. Good hop to it. Uh, a very nice um, hoppy ale. That acidic burn kind of got to me a little bit, um, and I didn't finish it all, but uh, not a terrible beer by any stretch of the imagination. Key Lime Pie Berliner by Weldworks. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. A straight-up liquid key lime pie. This thing was outstanding. I mean, I felt like I was eating a piece of key lime pie. That's how good it was. It was delicious. That's a beer, if you see it in your area, low ABV, under 5%, perfect, delicious. Um, oatmeal uh, Stout, the OM, by Upward Brewing. My neighbor Greg had brought this home um, to me. They're up in uh, Catskills, up in Livingston Manor. Very good Oatmeal Stout. Good flavor to this. Um, I wasn't blown away by it. Not my uh, favorite beer by any stretch of the imagination, but definitely a good drinkable stout uh, that you can have um, while you're sitting uh, in front of a fire. So, Greg, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. Finally, the last two beers. Um, I'm going to skip to Elamore Prohibito by Icarus first. Had this with my cousins. Um, the heat really hits you on this one. You let this thing warm up. Boy, let me tell you something. Those, those, the, the heat is going to get you. Not in a bad way. But it's definitely going to get you. It was a delicious beer, and I was glad to share it with my cousins. And then they shared with me a can of Donut Shack by Kane. Um, this is their apple cider uh, ale uh, that they uh, donut uh, India Pale Ale. Uh, I liked sources better. Maybe I'm biased. Uh, there's something missing from this beer. I wanted more apple flavor. It felt muted. They did this in collaboration with Delicious Orchards, and I really wanted more apple flavor out of it, and I didn't get it. I had to really search my palate for the apple, and I was a little disappointed in that. Source's apple cider ale was tremendous. You got that apple cider right off the nose all the way throughout. I thought it was a much better beer uh, than what Cane and Delicious Orchards put out. Just my own personal opinion. Folks, my thanks to everybody involved in the show, as well as my guest, Jay Sykes from Flagship Brewing, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., and don't forget, Bolero Snort this coming Friday, December 10th from 8 to 9 p.m., live broadcast from Bolero Snort in Karlstadt. Come on by. It's going to be a great time. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.